0: Okie dokie, here we go, it's time for the Double N Band Variety Show, oh fuck, that rhymed, that was awesome, that was sick, I didn't even make that up, that just came off right off the top of my head, holy shit, i might keep that in, fuck it, I'm gonna keep it in, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing, welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show, oh it's such a pleasure to have you here, thank you so much for listening, what would I be without you, oh my god, you're such great company, you're the best, I would suck your dick if I could, is that a good enough intro? Do you feel good enough about yourself now? Do you feel happy? Do you feel like I appreciate you? Do you feel like I'm very grateful and I'm always praying and being very thankful for the universe or whatever it is, all those girls from the fucking eastern suburbs always preach about about being grateful and having inner peace or whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. Anyway, how you doing? How are ya? Is everything well? Oh, I'm happy. I'm really happy everything's well. Is everything alright at home? Did you make enough fucking Vegemite sandwiches for your kids' lunchboxes this week? I hope so. Is your wife treating you okay? Is she letting you sink a couple of beers with the boys and watching the footy? What about your wife? What about your husband? Is everything going well in your marriage? I hope so. I hope a divorce settlement isn't going to creep around come Christmas time. You know, you're open. You you know, you're ungifting, you're unwrapping your Christmas presents on Christmas morning. And, oh, what did I get? I got divorce papers. I hope that doesn't happen, because you know, December's next month, Santa's coming to town. I hope you signed up for a prenup, anyway. Uh, I don't know how you got onto that, <laughs> but uh, no, it's good to see you. Thanks very much for joining. What's been happening this week? What uh, what dumb shit's been happening? Oh, God. Oh, this is too much happening in the world. Oh, God, where do I start? World War Three might pop off because apparently a Russian missile hit Poland. I mean, for fuck's sake! And to all these people, like I, I know that it's good to support Ukraine. Yeah, it's good and it's helpful. You know, you, you know, you want to give them a fighting chance, I suppose. But the danger of giving them, giving them so many weapons, like it's just an endless opportunity for destruction, right? And you know, I know there were two sides of this coin. Like, you had the, you know, fuck the US no matter what, or you had the, you know, Russia's evil no matter what. Like, there was never any in-between. But, for me, the in-between was always, you know, yeah, okay, you support them, but just be careful with the kind of weaponry weaponry you're giving them. One, because 70% of the weapons that Ukraine was getting, the, go- the US government didn't know where the fuck those weapons were going. Secondly, if any of those weapons happen to be, I don't know, long-range missiles, there's a there's potential for shit to pop off, because what if one of those missiles hit, I don't know, Russian territory? What if that happens, right? Now, it's at a point where a Russian missile hit Poland. So, this is what happens when there's too much fuckery going on in this geopolitical issue, right? Uh, there was always potential for this shit to happen. Now, now the fact that you have you know these missiles potentially hitting hitting certain territories around Eastern Europe where they might be NATO members, that is a very that that shows huge potential for the fucking nukes to start flying in the air. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's one of these things where it's just like, okay, unless there's no peaceful resolution, there's one or two ways this thing can fucking go, right? There is potential for World War Three to pop off because if NATO gets involved, we're all fucked, we're all done, it, it, it's, it's not going to be good, you know, because in case you didn't know, in case you're an average Aussie or, I don't know, let's just say in this case you're an average American, you know, living your best life, shooting up schools, getting diabetes, being on one of those motor scooters that you ride around a a Walmart, whatever the fuck it is Americans do. In case you were just keeping to yourself, you didn't want anything to do with the government, you just wanted to keep reading about QAnon and 4chan forums, you, right, you are in a country... ...that is allied with certain other countries in Eastern Europe. And those allied countries are called NATO. And if any of those allied countries, if any of those NATO countries get attacked, such as Poland... ...then America steps in, right? We go to war with, I think, the the second, third biggest military... Is it the fourth biggest military? It's in the top five biggest militaries in the world. Russia has one of the largest nuclear arsenals in the world. I think the largest, I'm pretty sure it might be the largest. I'm going to have to get fact-checked on that. It's either the second largest or the largest. The point is, they have a lot of fucking warheads. They have a lot of warheads, and it was back when, I remember when Trump was in office, and he was like, you know, trying to work things out with Russia. I mean, again... He did a lot of, you know, deals with them in regards to helping out his own businesses. And yeah, there was a lot of corrupt, shady shit going on. It's pretty fucking obvious. But at the end of the day, his approach was like, yeah, it's corrupt. It's shady. But it's a system that works for me. It's a system that works for Hillary Clinton, Obama. It's a good system. We're not going to fuck with it. But still, his reasoning was like, what if we just got along with them? Because they have all these nuclear fucking warheads. That was always his reasoning. I was like, yeah, the guy's corrupt. Yeah, he's a liar. But, I mean, is he wrong? Is there anything... I don't see the problem with trying to get along with Russia since they have a lot of fucking nuclear warheads that could, you know, incinerate us. Nothing wrong with that. Right? So, but at the end of the day, ever since then, you've had all these people come out, like you've had Hillary Clinton come out being like, Russia is the biggest threat to world peace. They are terrible. They do not stand for democracy. They must stop. And it's like, sweetheart, you sold them hundreds of millions of dollars worth of uranium so they could donate to the Clinton Foundation. What are you hating on them now for? They gave you the money when you needed it during your presidential campaign. What are you giving them shit now for? It's a system that worked out for you. It's a system that worked out for Trump. It's like, I get it. You gotta, you gotta save face. I get it. I get why, you know, you don't wanna... You gotta hide your dirty dealings. I get it. He'll. I get it. Alright? You don't have to explain it to me. I get it. You're a boss, badass bitch businesswoman who don't take no shit. Slay queen. Whatever the latest fucking hashtag is. I get it. I understand. But still, still, let's not deny that there has been a system that has helped you, that has helped Trump out, that helped Joe Biden out. You know, his son, Hunter Biden, getting all that money from Ukrainian gas companies. Now, I'm not saying that's the reason why, you know, Biden, the Biden administration is giving Ukraine all this money. It's, it's You know, I don't think Joe Biden's in his office being like, I gotta do this for Hunter, man. Come on, Jack, we gotta help out Hunter. The guy's a... The guy's hooked on that, uh, 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 uh that, that weed, that, what, what, what's the drug that, the, the, yeah, the marijuana one, that's, that's the one where he lost all his teeth and he, he lost his laptop, like, you, you know, I don't think he's sitting there, you know, potentially, you know, almost getting us involved in World War Three just for his fucking son. I think at the end of the day, the military-industrial complex, you know, Lockheed Martin, uh, General Dynamics, like, They're making a lot of fucking money off of this, alright? And it works out well. It keeps business rolling. It's good for the, you know, economy, which is the fucking military at the end of the day. But really, the point that I'm trying to make is, is that there's so much military equipment that has gone missing, that has been stolen. I mean, you've seen these Ukrainian farmers stealing Russian tanks, which... I got to say I'm not even fucking mad about that. That is impressive. Imagine being a farmer. Your job is to grow crops. It is to grow crops. You, you know, sell maybe beets, beetroots maybe. You 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 you, you I don't know, you have a sunflower farm. Point is you're a farmer, you drive around on a tractor and You know what you get to do when you're older? You get to sit down, you get to have a beer, and you get to tell all your other friends who probably work in offices that you stole a fucking tank. You get to die peacefully knowing that you stole a Russian military-grade tank. That is pretty fucking impressive, alright? That's that's the one aspect of all this, you know, military-grade weaponry that I actually have to give credit for. You have these farmers that shovel cow manure out of holes into a fucking barrel, right? That was once your life. The next part of your life is that you happen to hijack a tank and drive it around and just blow shit up. That's pretty fucking impressive. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm never going to see Bob from uh, 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 Arkansas, whatever the fucking state is. I'm never going to see Bob from Ohio do that. Bob from Ohio is probably sitting on his ass, watching Tucker Carlson every night, thinking that Nancy Pelosi's feasting on children underneath Capitol Hill. He's not still a tank anytime soon. He's probably got diabetes. He runs. He rides around on a fucking motor scooter around Walmart. He does nothing with himself. But the point is, is that there's all this military weaponry that is being passed around like it's a fucking doobie. Like it's a joint. Right? The Azov Battalion, which is a legitimate neo-Nazi faction. They have... They've been given weaponry by the CIA. And all these missiles are flying fucking everywhere. One of them, at some point, was bound to hit a neighbouring country that should have been... That should not have been hit. Like Poland. Like Poland. Now, I bet you any money... Washington, the Kremlin, they're all fucking scrambling. They're like, how do we sort this shit out? Like, how do we, you know, what what is the best way to prevent from the missiles flying, uh, like, into the sky, into these other countries? What is the best way to avoid being burnt alive by a nuclear fucking warhead? This shit is, it, 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 again, I know that... There's been like, I, I feel like when it comes to these global events, like when you had COVID or what's another fucking event, like you got COVID or let's, let's, you know, let's just use COVID in Ukraine. Whenever you had global catastrophes, like with COVID or Ukraine, I feel like it's like society just loves using these catastrophic events to, you know, really promote themselves as, as like these real heroic Moral beings. Like they'd love to change their Facebook profile pictures with the banner being like support Ukraine or hashtag I got the vaccine. Everyone loves to use these catastrophic events to promote themselves as like these real moral glorious human beings that are really who are really standing up for what's right. And they don't care about the real consequences that might come with these events. Like, say with COVID, as long as you're getting vaccinated and you're staying indoors and you're wearing your mask and you say, you're giving a 1.5 metre distance from one another and you're sanitising and you're getting the second vaccine and the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth, how many fucking needles are you going to get injected in your arm like you're a fucking heroin addict? I'm not anti- I'm saying the vaccine is good, but... People literally got the vaccine just to tell their friends on Facebook how much of a good person they are. That is what they did it for. And then, you got the the Russia-Ukraine situation, and people don't understand the real-world consequences that could come with this thing if you keep pushing all these fucking weapons into this war. Right? Susie... On fucking Twitter, with her goddamn Ukrainian flag in her bio, bio, she, you know, she's there being like, support Ukraine no matter what, just help them out. Zelensky is a hero. She doesn't consider the fact that seventy percent of this weaponry is going to places which the U.S. government do not know about. They, you know, she doesn't care about the fact that some of this, you know, some maybe missiles, maybe uh, bombs high-grade rifles, drones. She's not aware of the fact that some of that weaponry might be going into the hands of the wrong people like the Azov Battalion or Russian separatists. Do you really... Like, you can't be giving out fucking uh, drones. You can't be giving out drone missiles like they're they're fucking uh, 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 cotton candy like it's Halloween, okay? You can't be giving out um, you know, AK-47s and long-range missiles like their fucking Snickers bar, get, like it's trick or treaty. You can't be doing that shit, right? But Susie on Twitter doesn't give a shit. She doesn't care. You know why? Because as long as Ukraine's getting supported and there's all these updates that she gets, she gets to use those updates and all that news to promote herself to make her seem like she's a good person. It's so one-dimensional. It's so fucking shallow. It's like you're basing your entire identity on external circumstances which you have no control over. It's fucking shallow. People create ca- like their own identity, their own character based on external events around the world. How fucking shallow do you have to be to do shit like that? So my point is, is that this is dangerous. This is bad. This is what... You know, I'm not going to say... Oh, I was warning you about this for months. You should have listened to me. Because there's been plenty of people, you know... Spouting the same shit. But... This is... This is the problem. This is... This, this is one of the consequences that was going to come... If fucking peace talks were not made... If, you know... Fucking... The US didn't step in and, you know... Be like, alright, what does Russia want? Or... At the end of the day... This was always going to be a consequence to this kind of situation. Do you know what I mean? There's no peaceful resolution and no one's taking responsibility for any of this. Uh, So yeah, it's fucking scary. It's a scary situation and this is what happens. This is what happens when there's no real strategic talks. You know... I'll say this, at least, and I'm not, whatever, fuck it, you're gonna get my point, I'm just gonna go, you know what, I'm gonna dig myself a deeper hole, I don't give a shit, Um, at least with Russia, they know exactly, exactly, specifically, what they want, they know exactly what they want, right, they want this region, they want this territory, and they're very specific with the places that they want, they want the Donbass region, Kyrsten, all that shit, They know exactly what they want. With the U.S., their approach to the situation with what they want, it's just like, enough is enough and we must have world peace and we must secure democracy. Keep supporting the real heroes. Stop the evildoers. That's it. It's so generalized. It's so superficial. It's just these words It's like they, it's like the fucking Biden administration found these words on Tumblr and they were like, that's what we're going to say. That's what we're doing this for. World peace, man. It's like, bro, this isn't the fucking 80s anymore. Okay? World peace and, like, guys, we have not, how long, like, this, the US has been in wars for 200 fucking years. At what point... Has anyone thought, yeah, we're getting really close to world peace, man? It's never going to happen. I'm sorry. I know that sounds really dour. I know that sounds really cynical. But at the end of the day, that's not how the world works. Okay? World peace by just giving more missiles that could potentially pop off World War Three. That is how we're going to secure a world peace. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's never going to work. Stop it. Anyway, let's move on. What other dumb shit's been happening this week? Is Twitter even going to make it? Is Twitter even going to be an existing site in about, I don't know, a year? What the fuck is Elon Musk doing with Twitter? Seriously. I know we spoke about this last week, but... Honest to God. Really. When you look at what he's doing, it's just like... You could not fumble this any worse than you already are. I mean... He's, he, I think he broke labor laws in regards to, like, just suddenly firing people on a whim. And then he's asking for them back. And then he comes out saying comedy is legal, free speech is back again. And then he's losing advertisers. And he's like, well, actually, you can be funny, but you can't be funny about me. If you parody me that. That is going to get you banned. That If I get offended from your jokes, then that's bad. But if you make jokes about other people, then that's fine. Do whatever the fuck you want. But, if you make accounts about me, and you make jokes about moi, I'm going to be very upset, and I'm going to ban you. I will say this, though. If you are, like... I kind of get where he's coming from in a way. Like, where he's saying that, like, you know, no, you can't impersonate other accounts pretending to be me. Like, you know, it's not really free speech. I kind of get how it, like, kind of is crossing the line of fraud, I guess you could say. I wouldn't use the word fraud because it's like, you, you're really breaking the... Like, it's a fucking... It's a, it's a social media site where people cyber bully each other, okay? I don't think you need to bring you know, the law into the shit and start saying, you are committed, you committed fraud, it's just like, it's not, it's, can we just, can we just be real here for five fucking seconds, please, please, it's not a god, look, I get where he's saying, I was like, yeah, you can't just outright say, I'm Elon Musk, like, you need to say that you're a parody account, all right, then that makes sense, alright? I get where he's coming from being like, no, you can't pretend to be me where you can buy a blue check mark and, you know, start spouting all this, you know, false information. It's like, yeah, that kind of isn't free speech. You kind of are. Uh, I mean, wasn't that a rule beforehand anyway? I don't know. But other than that, the fact that now you've got to pay, what was it, $8 a month for a blue check mark, it's just. It's a site where it's just like this is this is fucking silly. And then if you don't pay the, the paying for the blue check mark, eh Whatever. I'm no, I'm never gonna pay eight dollars a month just so people can look at me thinking he's legit, man. You know how I know he's a good person, he's got a tick next to his name. Um But fucking you know, but if you don't have the blue check mark and if you don't pay the eight dollars a month, all the tweets that you make, if you don't have a blue check mark, get sent All the way down. Your tweets and information get hidden. But if you do have a blue check mark, all your information gets seen. You get first preference. But if you don't have the blue check mark, you get last preference. So, it's kind of dumb the way he's handling this. It's like, unless you pay me $8 a month, your shit is never gonna get seen. So it's kind of like, well, this isn't really like this idea of freedom of speech is like, because that was his reasoning. His reasoning was like, I believe in free speech and everyone has a right to, you know, say what they want and everyone should be funny if unless it's about me. If it's about me, then you're going to be banned and you're never going to be let back on the platform. So don't make fun of me. Anyone else, that's fine. But really, it's like, can we just be honest? The guy did not buy, the guy did not spend half of his net worth just for freedom of speech where he could go on a platform and make and make jokes about, you know, swimmers who happen to have dicks in their pants, alright? He did, like, the guy did not buy the fucking, um, the, the, he did not buy the, sec, he did not buy the largest social media platform in the world just to make jokes about other people. He bought it Because he thought back in the day, I'd say about, I don't know, a year ago, a couple months ago, that he thought, you know, the polling showed that there was going to be a red wave in the midterms, right? He thought that the Republicans, as a majority, were going to win the midterms. Clearly, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. He thought the Republicans were going to win. until they get in, they can give them a bunch of government subsidies. Uh, Credit for this idea to Neil Kohaka. He came up with this. Friendly Geordie um, also um, was talking about this idea as well. I completely agree with both of them, so credit to them for that idea. That is not my original thought, credit to them. But, that's a very, that's a, that's a credible idea. That's a very legit way of looking at this situation. So, really, when it comes down to it, his plan did not exactly play out well. It did not come to fruition. Right, it did not come to fruition, so now it's starting to implode. It's not really working out well for him. The way he's handling uh, the, this new layout for Twitter, the way he's you know promoting uh, ways to be seen better, it's all it's all falling to shit. It's all falling to shit. He's breaking labor laws in regards to um, uh, all the workers that have been fired. It's all it's all. It's not working out well. And this idea is like, yeah, but bro, 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 bro. Did you know that he's doing this for free speech? And we don't have free speech anymore because a bunch of communists that were paid by Xi Jinping were running Twitter. Like, it's all, it's all bullshit. He was not doing this based on principle. No one ever would. Alright? Anyone who is worth that much money is not going to spend half their livelihood on principle. They're just not. No one's ever going to do it. No one. No one ever. He's doing this to capitalise and expand his resources. It's all because of money. It's all because of government subsidies, which did not work out well for him. That did not come to fruition. It's all bullshit, really. And it's not working out well for him. He's ruining the fucking site. It's imploding. Okay, I mean, everyone when this happened was like, Elon Musk, man, he's a hero. It's like, I guarantee you this is not going to work out well. I can guarantee you it's not going to work out well. And everyone thought he's not going to buy it. No, I, I thought, no, he's going to buy it. He's, he's going to buy it. He's going to get this done. But when he buys it, it's all going to fall to shit. And it is all falling to shit. So don't call, you know, they don't call me Mystic Mac for nothing. But there you go. Oh, Donnie boy, your party's falling apart, you can't save shit, and you got raided by the feds. Ah, uh, fucking Donald. Oh, Donnie! What's happening with Donnie Trump? Let's look at Donnie over here. Um, Things are not looking good for the big old D. Uh, Things are not looking good for vitamin D come 2024. Good old Uncle Rupert, Daddy Rupert Murdoch came out and essentially was like to him, dude, just call it, don't run, okay, do not run in 2024, I'm urging you not to do it, if you do it, I'm not backing you, I'm not going to pay Tucker Carlson an exorbitant amount of money to tell his audience how, you know, good you are, how, you know, how much, you know, you love bombing Syria, it's not going to happen, alright, I'm not going to pay everyone on Fox News and Sky News to talk about how great you are if you run in 2024, alright, it's not gonna happen. It's just call it a day. Call it a day. Just admit yeah, you had fun for your one-term presidency. You had a good run. You had a fun time. We, we we cracked a couple of jokes. You created a couple of memes, you made a fuckload of money. Um, you know, you sold some t-shirts, you sold some hats. But listen, at some point you gotta move on. You're an old man now. Go go hit some golf balls. Go fuck a bunch of supermodels, you know. Do a few rallies, and all that shit. But you know, it's not just Uncle Rupert that is getting upset. It's also his uh his own party, the GOP, the Republican Party, have had enough of his bullshit. They've had enough. They want to move on, <laughs> and it's not looking good. Let's look at this shit. Uh, it's time to move on. Have the US midterms finally loosened Trump's grip on the Republican Party? Uh, so there was um, there was all this talk about how there was gonna be another red wave, like there was gonna be a big red wave, like there's kids, the, the Republicans are coming to take over, they've had enough of these communist Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, AOC, that dirty socialist, they're all done, it's all done, the Republicans are coming, Uh, you know, everyone's, all the Republicans are gonna win, the Democrats are gonna lose. But that did not happen. That did not happen. Dr. Oz did not win in Pennsylvania, that fucking John Fetterman guy did. He, that guy has to be the weirdest looking dude I've ever seen for a politician, alright? Now, let's not lie, a lot of politicians aren't exactly, you know, they don't have the looks they, they weren't exactly prom king and queens back in their high school days. They're not exactly, you know, they're not exactly, not everyone's swiping right on their Tinder profiles. Do you know what I mean? John Fetterman, though, looks like an ex-bikey who came out of rehab, rehab who gets tempted to, you know, chase the dragon every time he sees a needle. God help him when he was getting the vaccine. He just looks like a, he looks like a common Comanchero's bikey for fuck's sake, like, he's wearing a hoodie, he's wearing, you know, khaki, cargo pants, whatever the fuck you call him. um, he's just a weird looking dude, but that dude happened to win Pennsylvania, and it wasn't Dr. Oz, I mean, why the fuck would, why would Dr. Oz win in the first place, you know, at least with Trump, like, back in the day, where everyone said, he's not gonna win, he's got no experience, he's a reality TV star, I'm like, yeah, but that's gonna work out for him, because he knows how to work the crowd, Dr. Ozzy's entire life, yeah, he's been on TV, yeah, he was a media personality, but even when he was a media personality, he was fucking boring. He was pushing all these pills onto all these fat housewives, being like, if you take this pill two times a day... For $1,000 a bottle, you will lose so much weight that you will become a Playboy model and become the cover girl of Playboy magazine. That is what he was doing his entire life. He was selling a bunch of faulty products that weren't legit. He was talking with Jordan Peterson and all that, which I've got no problem with. You know, I like Peterson, you Mm -hmm. know. His recent antics, I'm looking at him thinking like, what the fuck happened to you? Why are you becoming so upset that everyone made fun of you? Because you caught a supermodel fat. Um, And everyone took the piss out of you and you didn't take it well. And you started, he just came out and he's like, I just don't understand. I mean, she's just not bloody beautiful. I bet she doesn't even clean her room. Like, he just was really upset about, you know, he, he came out and he's like, no, she's not beautiful. Anyone who says otherwise is a dictator and it's not free speech. Like, he just came out and everyone just gave him shit. They were, like, absolutely wailing on him. They were just paid about and they were just fucking saying all this hilarious shit. They were just making all these memes. It was funny. I like Jordan Peterson, but you, you, you kind of, like, if you say dumb shit, people are going to make fun of you. And when they did, it was funny. Okay? It was funny. And I'm sorry... But there's no, you know, I, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who can't be like, no, nah, man, you don't understand. That's not what he was saying. He was really trying to talk about freedom of speech. If you un- if you really understand what he's all about, like, I know that in regards to his teachings about psychology, he is a smart man, and I give him credit for all that. When it comes to politics, eh, not so much. But really, it's like. He's in, he's getting involved in the culture war, which is politics, just to get attention. I'll, I'll admit that. But when it comes to this shit, when he's talking about, you know, this supermodel is too fat for my liking. You know, when he's talking about that shit, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's trying to get attention. But, dude, sometimes it doesn't always work out for you when you do dumb shit like that. And, you know, he got paid out. Whatever. I'm going on a fucking ramble here. I'm... Getting off track. My point is, is that Dr. Oz, you know, let's be honest. When you looked at him, did you ever think he was really going to run a state like Pennsylvania? The guy was a fucking goof. He was not interesting. He, he he had the charisma of a fucking piece of bread. He was just nothing. His policies were shit. He was just blech. His policies sucked. And, you know, I know John Fetterman. you know, say what you want about him, but... The guy was himself. The guy was authentic. He just was. He wore hoodies, he wore khaki shorts, he wore sandals and shit. He just... I don't think that's what won him the election at the end of the day, but... He was appealing. If you compare the two in regards to, you know, appearances. And, you know, how they gauge people... Dr. Oz was just a stale piece of bread. John Fetterman, John Fetterman was a lot more interesting. But my point is, is that clearly none of this has worked out well for the GOP. And, you know, Kerry Lake didn't win either. Excuse me, I'm trying to do a fucking podcast here. Right? Stop talking about your gardening and what you learnt on Burke's Backyard. Right? I'm actually talking about important shit. Talking about uh, domestic policies in another country that have nothing to do with my country. So yeah, could you please, uh, I don't know, shut the fuck up. Anyway, uh, but, sorry, people were walking past. Um, yeah, Carrie Lake didn't win. Uh, and, you know, now that she didn't win, you know, she's coming out being like, the ballots were not counted properly, we must stop, the voting machines are rigged. Um, so, now they're coming out, spouting all this election conspiracy shit, and... It's just one of those things where you start to look at it and it's like, honest to God, I just, I don't see the GOP winning anytime soon unless they push for Ron DeSantis. Honest to God. He, that guy is the only hope the GOP have. I swear to God. Trump isn't. He doesn't even have a social media account. He's got, what is it, Truth? That Truth app, which nobody's on. parlor he's got that. I guess But nobody's on those sites No one gives a shit about him Um He's You know It's just not gonna work out well for him Uh His strategy did not work out well in the midterms And It's just one of those things where you look at it And it's like Unless The fucking GOP get rid of him Which I don't know How they're gonna do that And then they push Ron DeSantis Then they're fucked They don't Unless they've got Ron They're fucked Because Ron DeSantis killed it in Florida And that's their best hope Is Ron DeSantis Honest to God. That's the only hope they have. But he's more psychotic and deranged than Trump. Yes, I'm serious. And I'm serious. And you know what? You know what else I don't like about Ron DeSantis? He's not as funny as Trump. He's not as funny. He's not. As, he doesn't have the comedic timing like Trump, alright? Okay. Anytime Trump made a speech, it was fucking funny. It was funny. It just was. Every When he came out... And he's like, they want to ban straws. Like, that's fucking funny. And it's it's kind of relatable because it's like, what you, he's like, they want to get rid of plastic straws. They want to give you the paper straws. They get all soggy. They don't work. And it's just, it's funny because it's true. The paper straws do suck. They suck. They're not good. They do get soggy and they get wet. It's just, and it's, Ron DeSantis is never going to come out and make a statement like that and make it funny at the same time. Everyone's like, it's a bizarre, everyone's like, when he, when Trump said that shit, everyone came out saying, oh, it's bizarre, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, no, it's not bizarre, it's true. Because paper straws do suck. It's just fucking funny, alright? And, but, that doesn't really matter at the end of the day when it comes to policy, Because Ron DeSantis is a fucking psychopath. He is a psych, he is a huge, huge psychopath. He's a Zionist. He loves Israel, fucking hates Palestine. You know, wants to give all the money in the world to Israel, all this, you know, military grade weaponry. Wants to give him weapons funding as much as possible. Um, He signed off on a bill which allows uh, pedestrians to be run over if they're riding or if they're, you know, Looting or whatever the fuck. Let's read up this bill. Hang on. Ron DeSantis... uh, Anti-riot bill. So, Ron DeSantis want to introduce this anti-riot law... After the George Floyd protest. Uh, Let's read this. Florida's new anti-riot law championed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis as a way... To quell violent protests is unconstitutional and cannot be enforced. A, j- a federal judge ruled Thursday. When was this from? Okay, this was like September last year. Alright. Um. Anyway, I hope they explain what the law is. Um, They can explain it better, better than I do. Uh, the 90-page decision decision by U.S. District Judge Mark Walker and Tallahassee found the recently enacted law vague... And overbroad and amounted to an assault on First Amendment rights of free speech and assembly, as well as the Constitution's due process protections. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to free speech. Nobody believes in it. People only believe in it when you're saying the shit that they agree with. As soon as you say shit that they don't agree with, they'll do anything to fuck you up. I'm serious about that. I do believe that. Everyone believes in free speech until it affects them. All right? You can make jokes about anyone you want except Elon Musk. Don't do that. Or else you're banned for life. Alright? Same with this guy here. You know, Ron DeSantis being like, I believe in freedom. and Everyone doing what's right for democracy. And then as soon as people start talking or protesting about things that Ron DeSantis don't agree with, he looks at him and says, yeah, you can run them over with your car. That's fine. Like, this is what I'm saying. Everyone believes in free speech until, you know, they hear shit that they don't agree with. I'll back that until the fucking cows come home. Um... People engaged in peaceful protests or innocently in the same area when a demonstration turned violent could face criminal charges and stiff penalties under the law. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ. It's just a guy who just, again, you as, as soon as you do something, as soon as you advocate for something politically and you protest about it and Ronda Santos doesn't agree with it, you're, you could be thrown behind fucking bars. That's how much of a fucking psycho this guy is. All right? And here's another article, right? That expand, that's talking more about the anti riding war, right? As of Monday in Florida, and where's this from? This is from April 2021, right? Obviously, a federal judge came in and said, no, you can't do this shit. But this was the original idea. This was in the fucking bill, all right? As of Monday in Florida, a gathering of three or more people can be labeled a riot. And if they're blocking the road and you f- and you feel frightened, it's generally okay to run them over with a fucking car. This is the kind of, like, so, if you're protesting, and he also, and, re- and also this year as well, he made it illegal to protest outside anyone's home. So, there's a politician, there's a senator or a congressman that signed off on a bill to allow, you know, Pharmaceutical drugs to be more expensive, and you know that affects your life. And you decide to protest outside that senator's or uh, congressman's home, that's illegal. You can be thrown in fucking jail for that. So, your right to protest, right? Ron DeSantis looks at that and thinks, All right, you want to do that shit? Go ahead. I'm going to run you over with my fucking Chrysler, and then I'm going to throw you in prison when you're in a fucking wheelchair after I hit you with a car. All right? That's how much of a psycho this guy is, and he's more deranged than Trump. I legitimately think that. The guy loves Israel, wants to give him a bunch of money so they can, you know, keep committing war crimes in Palestine, and he wants to run... He thinks he wants to let citizens, civilians, run over other civilians and citizens that don't agree with them politically. That's fucking nuts. The guy's insane. Legitimately. I mean... Really, and that's the, and (laughs) I hate to say it, but that's the guy who's going to get the GOP to win in 2024, not Trump, so fun times ahead, fun times ahead, I hope you got car insurance so you can fix that dent after you run over that uh, protester wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, legit, it's fucking nuts, legit. Did I say legit enough? Do you understand my point? Because I said legit three times in the span of 20 seconds. Good job, Ben. Good job. You're killing it. Anyway, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on to my favorite segment of the podcast. Oh, I love this one. It's the wish.com therapy hour or 20 minute segment. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Point is, it's wish.com therapy time. You know how it works, people. You send me your questions. I don't care what it's about. I don't give a shit. I don't care. You can send me questions on how to, you know, cook the right steak, whether or not to use canola oil or olive oil, whether, you know, you want to keep being friends with someone, how to break up with someone, how to get into a relationship, how to ask that cute girl out at the cafe, I don't care what it is, because it's Wish.com therapy time, all right? You come to me if you're on Centrelink, if you're working a shitty job and you can't afford a real therapist, you come to me. That's how Wish.com therapy works. And you're only going to get your questions answered if you send it to the email in the description. So write down your questions, send them through. I want them. I don't give a shit. Send them. All right, let's take a look at what we got. Alright, we didn't get that many questions this week, if any, which is great, you people didn't, you know, listen to what I told you to do, so fuck all of it. no, I'm kidding, um, so we're gonna have to go on Reddit instead, thanks guys, thanks, I appreciate that, you know, I just wanna help, I'm like your mum, alright, I just wanna help sweetie, that's all I want, just want you to be honest with me, but no, I have to go to fucking Reddit, so here we go, alright, Okay, best way to ask a girl I just went on a trip with. Okay. Um, You know what? I'm going to use this question as like um, a good way to, uh, you know, give my listeners advice, I guess. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Good opportunity here. Anyway, a university sent a team of 15 people to California for a research conference for a weekend. We were mostly guys and about... Five girls. I met this girl that I liked and we talked pretty often throughout the trip. I think there was some flirting here and there. She asked me if her dress looked good. I asked her if my cologne's not nice. We joked around and walked together often. We were also talking about food and I told her I'll take her to a popular dining place near campus. And she said, okay, great. This is the girl you want to ask out? Brother, you're in. You're in. Your your you next move is you got to make a move. Take her to this dining place. You fuck. What do you? What do you? What are you? What, are you, what are you choking up for now? You're in. She likes you, dude. I felt like she, I felt that she was talking and flirting with other guys on the trip too. Oh, okay, all right. And that kind of shot me down. But after thinking about it, I think it's normal considering it was mostly dudes. Well, um, yeah. I I, I mean, it's nothing. You're not wrong, but, yeah, dude, you got to, um, you got to secure the bag here, all right? You got to, you you know, if you, if you want to date this girl, now's the time to do it, all right? Don't, don't leave this lingering any longer. Anyway, the only problem is that it, the only, okay, anyway, the only problem is that's the only, that's the way he said it, that's the way he wrote it, not me. The only problem is that's the only time I think I'll see her. We're doing a panel later in the week, but I'll miss it because of an exam, and I don't think I'll see her again for another few months. I might see her on campus on occasion, but I want to ask her out. I can't wait on that. I have a number and can text or call her, but I'm better at this when it comes to in-person slash voice interactions. Uh, well, that's good, man. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good trait to have because a lot of people nowadays, you know, they all... A lot of the kids these days, as they, you know, talk, as they always bitch about on fucking 2GB, um, you know, a lot of people these days, they can't, they don't have the life skills to actually go up to someone and see what the vibe's like and see if they want to ask them out. They don't have the skills because they're used to doing it behind a screen on Hinge and Tinder and all that. And there's nothing wrong with doing it on Hinge and Tinder, but it just, it. I feel like it kind of, fucks with your life skills when it comes to actually meeting a person in real life who you find attractive um, it happens to a lot of people when you tell them I don't use dating apps I actually you know approach people in real life they, they're they taken aback by that because it's not it's not, normal, it's not a normal thing to do anymore the normal thing to do is to go onto a dating app swipe right and uh, see if you can get some uh, nudes that's how it's done nowadays but um, you know you're keeping it you're keeping it old school you you. you, you You're sticking to the classics here. You're doing well. Um, anyway, where was I? Uh, I have also never dated before. Oh, fuck. Okay. And it's also because I have never tried to, aka, initiate anything past a friendship with a girl. Some flirting here and there, but that's it, because I wasn't ready. My question here is, what's the best way to ask her out if I wanted to? Should I give her a call sometime or ask her out then? What's the best time of day to do that? Or should I give her a call and test and ask her out there? Uh, I don't really like texting because that's always going to be on the record, but I'll accept it if I have to. I also have her snap, but number might be better. I don't know. For reference, she's a freshman and I'm a sophomore in college. Okay, I'm Australian and I have no idea what the fuck that means. Um, hang on, let me look that up. Freshman. College. Age. Sophomore. College. <clears throat> age. Okay. Sophomore's 19 to 20 years old. Freshman, 18, 19. Okay. So, she's not that older. you're... Okay, the point is, is like, you know, you, you, you're pretty much in the same age range, so it's not... Really, I mean look I've never been to college in America, so I don't understand the culture behind it But I I mean look from my point of view you should do you'll be fine who gives a shit you get you find her attractive who gives a fuck You know you're both at the legal age Anyway, that got a bit creepy Uh, All right, Dude buddy, this is I'm not just gonna help you answer this question. I'm gonna help you the fucking life here. All right dude shoot your shot, okay? This idea of like, oh, I don't know if I'll see her again for a few months. I'll miss it because of an exam. We're doing a panel later. Bro, you're on the same campus. Make the t- If you really want to ask her out in real life, make the time to do it. Make the time to do it. Just make the time to do it. You can make time, all right? And if you and you know what? If you can't make time, if your life's, you know, that hard at 19 years old, you know, because you got to, you know, Study for a test or an exam. What do the fuck it is people do at university? Just fuck it. You have a number. She gave you a number. Give her a call. And don't straight up be like, Hi, would you like to go out sometime for a cup of coffee? Don't do that shit. Just talk to her. See how she's been. Just have a... T- dude, talk shit. Crack a few jokes. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Be funny. Be uh, Just be who you are. Be authentic. Being authentic. to or Just in general... Not even with just this chick, with people in general and in life as a whole. The key is to just being authentic, all right? Be authentic, be yourself. See if the vibe's still there, all right? See if, um, you know, things are still, you know, cool between you two. Figure out if this is the kind of person you want to, you know, spend time with. And if you do, then just be like, look, uh, I had a really great time with you on that trip. Uh, you were a lot of fun. I think you're really interesting. And, like, let's go out sometime. Like, just just shoot your shot shoot your shot, go for it, and buddy, if she says no, who gives a fuck, you're in college, you're in college, do you know, buddy, you're, you're like, you are in a time of your life, where all you gotta do is go to the local 7-Eleven, buy a pack of condoms, and go to all those parties, and you're gonna have a fucking ball, okay, you're in college, enjoy the single life, my friend, all right, have, have the time of your life, Alright? Flop around like a fish while you got a rubber on your dick. Alright? Do that if this doesn't work out. But you know what? Just shoot your shot with this chick. She might say yes. Go out with her. Just have fun. You know? And you're in college. You're in college, so if it doesn't work out, you got tons of opportunities ahead of you. You know, when it comes to your dating life. Um. And yeah, dude, this is going to be a great opportunity for you to... Really start asking people out who you're attracted to. This is good. Because if she says no, then there's going to be some other fucking Stacy hoo-ha walking around in her heels that you can ask out, you know? So you'll be sweet. You will be fine, all right? You will, you will be all good. You just got to shoot your shot. You just got to go for it. That's all it is. That's all it takes. Excuse me. Um, and yeah, you know, um... And in regards to her flirting with other guys and all that shit, look, buddy, at the end of the day, you are in college and that's going to happen a lot. That's going to happen a lot, okay? Um, and, but, dude, if you just got to ask her out. You just got to shoot your shot. If she says no, then that's fine. The point is you won't look back being like, oh, God, you know, oh, I didn't make the time to see her for that panel or oh, if I just asked her out over a phone call. No, you'll you'll get your answer. You'll get your answer. You'll get clarity. When you talk to her and you just ask her out, okay? Um, You just... One of my good friends told me this. And this is a great way to look at dating and asking people out. Aim to get rejected. Aim to get rejected. Just fucking go for it. Just go for it. Who gives a shit? That's all it is. Now, what I'm saying... Aim to get rejected. I'm not saying try to be fucking weird and do a bunch of cringy shit. But just, it's all about shooting your shot at the end of the day. It's all about you taking the chance, taking the risk. That's all, that's what it comes down to. All right? Um, and if you're nervous, good. Embrace the nerves. Go for it. Okay? That's all, that's all it takes. You just got to shoot your shot. Go for it. And then, you know what's great? You know what, you know what's awesome about all this? When you're talking to her, you're seeing if there's a vibe there. Alright? You're not looking for her approval. You're giving the approval. You're giving your own approval. That's what it comes down to. Alright? So, um, yeah, dude, just give her a call. If you can't write, if you're not gonna be able to, you know, make time and run into her, then you make the time by calling her and asking her out. And if she's not interested, then yeah, okay, that sucks, but buddy, you're in college. You're gonna have the time of your fucking life. Okay? You're going to, if you don't, you can't be, if this doesn't work out, you know, don't let it destroy you. I mean, yeah, do, you know, if it hurts you, then it hurts you. But, dude, you're in college. You're not going to be able to do this in your 40s when you have kids. You're not going to be able to do it. You're going to look back thinking, fuck. I was all set on this one shick when really I could have gone to the, you know, local petrol station, bought myself a, pack of condoms and had the time of my life. Don't do, don't be that guy, all right? You're a young kid, ask the girl out, you'll be fine. But you know what's going to happen? It's not about just this one chick. This is setting you up for life. This is setting, you are getting set up for life here. So, ask her out if it doesn't work out. Well, guess what? You got got plenty of other Sheilas surrounding you. You're in college. Have fun, my man. All right, get out there and go for it, all right? Don't let me down on this one son. I'm counting on you all right well, we're an hour in and you know what we've been having a fun time. Thank you very much for listening. That's a wrap. We had a good one. If you got questions send them to me. I don't want to keep I don't want to have to go and Reddit again. all right send me your fucking questions. That's why I'm, I'm signing off on that. Anyway, I'll catch you kids next week. Thank you very much for listening. I love you all. And, uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Keep it real and don't let those uh, clowns around town bring you down. All right. See you, kiddies. Have fun.